Welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast, we are covering, uh, in, in a sort of sort of Christmas month theme, uh, <laughs> yeah. the sort of Christmas month, uh, Gremlins. Gremlins, a classic. The classic. Um, yeah, so just uh, very briefly, uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it, a uh, quick recap of this movie. Um Oh, basically what happens is uh, some weird uh, experimenter guy uh, brings his kid home a Christmas present, which is a uh, a mogwai, a little fuzzy, cute little creature uh, with uh, strict instructions not to uh, feed, it, uh, feed it. Feed it after midnight, no sunlight. And uh, can't get it wet. And yeah, you cannot get it wet. Can't bathe it, can't yep. give it water. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they immediately break those rules and yes. <laughs> yeah. Upon arrival. Upon arrival. Upon arrival. Every single one of those. Immediately out the window. Uh, and find that uh, the, these Mogwai actually produce uh, gremlins. Yes. Uh, very scary uh, little guys who go around terrorizing, killing, and uh, ripping things apart. And uh, Billy and his girlfriend kind of have to go around and uh, and fight them and defeat them. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's gremlins in a nutshell. Yeah. But, uh, so, gre- so would you say that the gremlins are the villain? I would say the, gre- the gremlins are the villain. Yeah. Uh, personified mostly by uh, Stripe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who's kind of like the head. Yeah, he's the ringleader. Yeah, because he's got a mohawk, pretty badass. Yeah. I uh, just wrote down that they're teenagers. I'm like, these teenagers oh, are running around. Oh, interesting. Oh, 100%. Okay, these people, uh, these little gremlins, they pop out, okay? They mature really fast, and then they're going through their teenager phase. Of course, they're rebelling. <laughs> they're so young. <laughs> Gizmo's probably like 100. Yeah. He's okay. old. He's tired. He wants to watch TV, okay? Like, these guys have energy. Oh, that's an interesting They got take. shit to do, man. They got shit to do. So your take on it is that um, the only difference between Gizmo... Mm. And uh, the gremlins is age. We, I just think that uh, they're not obviously they transform into something else, but you can see even before they turn into gremlins they're that they're the... they're agitated. They want to rebel, man. They're, I'm telling you, they're teenagers. Yeah, because they pull they pull the uh, the alarm clock off. Yeah, they, they pull the alarm the clock. They know what they're doing. They want to eat after yes. midnight, right? Like right. They want to rebel. Okay. I, and especially against Gizmo, their parent, like fuck this guy. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? I'm true, telling you, true, true. They don't. Yeah, they don't have a lot of love for Gizmo. No, no, no. They have no love for Gizmo. So, like, my whole thing is, is that I, I feel like these people are just going through through some sort of adolescent <laughs> crisis. Okay, they're just trying to rebel. Like, they're like, I didn't ask to be born, man. Fair enough. I didn't ask to be born, and I'm just going to live it up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. So your take on the villain being right here is that kids are going to do what kids are going to do? Yeah. Ki- kids be kids. You know what kids I'm saying? Be kids. <laughs> kids be kids. <laughs> These guys asked to be here. These guys broke the rules Sometimes. immediately and then um, could not contain it and was a problem. The whole- We're going to jump into this a, a little bit later, I think, but uh, I, I want to dissect every place where these people went wrong. <laughs> okay. For sure. Yeah. Let's <laughs> do it. Because there's like a lot of wrongs. You know they, what I mean? Well, and I'm going to, start first and foremost i think for me mm-hmm. this is an invasive species yeah uh brought here uh without any license and then just let to roam free like you can't mm. blame life for breaking free and finding its way yeah. right you can't blame a species for reproducing and spreading exactly how it's That's supposed right. to be especially 
Um, this is Furby Jurassic Park. This is Furby Jurassic Park. This is this is uh, rabbits in um, Australia. It, oh, I was right? going to say There's, in Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, rabbits in Ottawa yeah. too, right? Like uh, as if you put animals in an in an environment mm-hmm. where there is no natural predators or no natural limits on their population, they're going to yeah. go fucking wild. And uh, that's why you don't introduce foreign species into a, an ecosystem, even if they are cute as a pets. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, this is, no, you know what they are? They're not rabbits. They're alligators that people flush down toilets. <laughs> <laughs> is that the alligator's fault that they got big and you didn't yeah. want to take care of it anymore? No. And now you have sewer alligators. <laughs> that's <laughs> sewer alligators. <laughs> it's not the fault of a, of what? I will also point out is a fairly intelligent animal species. Absolutely. They can read. Dude. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they can read. They can like kind of talk. Yeah. There's there's one boy, Stripe, who is at this point a couple hours old. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, this is over the course of an evening. You know what I mean? Like from popping off of Gizmo's back, eating and Mm -hmm. hatching. uh, At one point in the end, he sees a sign that says candy and he points at it and goes, yum, yum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that is. Yeah, absolutely. I'm telling you, these things are teenagers. Okay. They're a couple hours old. They're running wild. Yeah. You know what I mean? Give these things a couple more hours. They might have leveled out. You don't know. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> they might have uh, leveled out a bit. Um, I, I love it. Does anybody technically, I think, who technically dies in this movie? Who do they kill? Um, the they, teacher. They definitely kill the teacher. Which, okay, we, we could talk about that for Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because the first thing they do is, he's like, oh, weird, look, when I get this thing wet, weird fuzzballs pop off its back yes. and turn into other versions of the creature. Mm-hmm. You know who I'm going to go and ask this about? A high school biology teacher. That is, I wrote that down it with like six <laughs> exclamation points beside it. I was like, who the fuck would ever? Oh, well, just going to head over to the local grade. Was it high school or grade school? Because like some of those kids oh, look true, true, really true, true, young. True, true, true. When he dismissed the class, because for a second I was having this thought. I was like, okay, I can't see because like they're in the dark and he's like giving a, like a lecture or whatever. Right. And I'm like, okay, I can't see exactly how old these people are. So I'm like, maybe if this is like a college or a university, I'm like, okay, I could mentally get behind this a bit because some of these guys, they, they do research and then sure. teach on the side. Of course, of course. And like just to keep everything balanced. And I'm like, okay, I could get behind that mentally. And then they're like dismissed. And then I watch like a bunch of 11 year olds stand up and I'm like, oh no, shut it down. <laughs> this guy is not an expert. No, 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 no. This guy doesn't qualified. have this doesn't have lab equipment like what is he doing with that blood i have no idea (laughs) (laughs) he's like it's not you don't have any he's like okay so i'm gonna take this and then i'm gonna send it out to a lab to the real scientists yeah it's like i found this weird animal i don't yeah i don't know i was like i guess small town you work with what you got yeah absolutely but then this guy gets killed right he gets jacked up by this uh by the gremlin that he was or the the one he was keeping yes um as a test and uh, he gets killed, but at no point, at no point, <laughs> does, uh, what's the main character's name? Oh, Billy. Billy. At no point does Billy 
tell anybody. Check <laughs> on. Call an ambulance. Check a pulse. Yeah. Like, he just sees he a bounces guy. out of there and is like, I got to call my mom. <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. He literally sees a man lying under a table with a, a needle. A man that he likes and trusted, yeah. by the way. With a needle in his ass and goes, oops. <laughs> and doesn't even go to check on him. No. Like, he doesn't even touch him. He doesn't no. even try and pull him out. No, 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 it's no. It's no. just. I'm outie. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's just like, oh, peace. Yep, oh. Uh, <laughs> Guess I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Well, because, of the, yeah, I didn't even think of that because later he's trying to convince the cops yeah, yeah, that there's no bad things happening. Go he goes, check the dead body. Yeah, there's a dead body over here. Yes. There's, or there's a, one of these things in a blender at my mom's yes, house. Yes, there's so much there's evidence. A, there's a dead version of these animals that's coming out. He's like, look, look, it killed some people. Uh, so the, yeah. So a uh, high school biology teacher dies or elementary school biology yeah. teacher dies. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, could just be a guy with a social studies background. <laughs> I'm supposed to be teaching, teaching gym. gym. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, we're short. This yeah, we're, you're have to we're tight. Biology. It's fine. We got some videos on the heart. Just yeah. put that on. Uh, they kill the... Um, the snowplow guy who's going off about uh, foreign built oh, cars. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> that guy is not a likable man. He is not. Uh, and before we get too into it, there is a weird thing in this movie about, um, like, that gremlins are this, like, kind of threat to North American technology and not foreign technology. Because he's he talks about how in World War II, presumably a war that he's a veteran of, yeah. you know that they the the enemy used these to like sabotage airplanes. Yes, which is a a real thing that happened. Not that gremlins existed, but that they blamed uh, malfunctioning aircraft on gremlins. Really? Yeah, actually, I read up on this. It's really interesting. They actually credit quote unquote gremlins uh, for helping to win uh, Battle of Britain. Uh, in World War II, because uh, what it did was like if an airplane unexpectedly crashed, mm -hmm. uh, you didn't have the airmen and the pilots blaming maintenance or manufacturing and stuff because yeah. they're just like cranking out these airplanes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. like turning them over so War time. fast. Like we exactly. got to get these out of here. Yeah. So like, you know, your wing falls off your plane or the engine explodes. It's like you didn't get shot down, but... Oh, you're blowing my mind yeah. right now. No, no, so gremlins as a as a thing started in World War One when wow. they started flying because all of a sudden planes would crash. You'd yeah. have no idea, and instead of blaming the people on your side, and which would destroy morale. Like, can you imagine you land and your wingman's dead, and you go to the guy who maintains your airplane and go, "You fucking asshole! Yeah. That guy's dead because of mm. you." It would destroy you. So what happens is they blame it on gremlins. And everyone goes like, I don't know what happened to what happened to Jim. It's like fucking gremlins, man. <laughs> like they got it. Like they nod through wires or something like I that. I can't imagine somebody yeah. saying I died by gremlins. Yeah, but like it helped boost morale because they yeah. didn't have to blame the people that they were fighting with. They didn't have to blame a co-pilot or like a wingman who didn't see something coming. You didn't have to blame a maintenance guy. You didn't have to... It sounds crazy. Like some sort of oh, prank it's... that went... Or like some sort of alien broadcast that has gone very wrong. You know yeah, what I mean? Well, yeah. Like, but but I mean, like it makes so much sense to me because like it, it started in World War One when you start, first start flying. So think about machines before that. Yeah. If something goes wrong on a train and like it, you know, the engine overheats and stops, the train just comes to a stop, mm -hmm. right? 
and you can stop and look at it and go like, oh, that shaft broke or uh, that happened, right? Automobiles, same thing. It's like they break down or catch fire on the side of the road. You're like, great. I know what happened. But an airplane, something goes wrong, you crash and die and they never likely find the wreckage or find out what went wrong. Especially in the early ages of aviation, right? Where they're just like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we barely know how wings work. <laughs> you know, so we that's don't where, know how this is getting into the sky. <laughs> yeah, so that's how Gremlins started. Okay. Uh, so back to that guy. So he's actually like talking about a historical use of Gremlins, but it's slightly problematic in terms of at one point, uh, Billy's foreign-made car yes. starts. And the other cars don't because the gremlins have attacked them. So it's a bit xenophobic in that sense. Oh. I don't know if that's... Because it, then it doesn't start later. Oh, yeah. I hate, honestly, like, have you ever met one of these people that are like, I never buy a foreign vehicle? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't, I can't. Honestly, I would have more respect for the person if they were like, I only, if somebody told me like, I only buy GM or I only buy Ford. Like sure. that's something that makes sense. I'm like, okay, you have a brand. It's like, I, I only buy Apple or something like that. Like that's something I can at least get behind where I'm like, okay, like even if you mean it poorly, I don't know that I can at least ignore this. But when you say something like, oh, I never buy foreign products, like uh, American made only. Right. I'm like, well, you like um, all American companies are the best company. And it's like, I just can't. And you meet these people in Canada all the time. For sure. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's a, <laughs> it's a complicated issue is what it is because you do want to manufacture things in Canada. So that there's Canadian manufacturing jobs. States is the same thing, right? No, absolutely. But, but to, to put things into two pools and be like, that's very, it. Yes. It's like, that's insane. Well, just pick a brand that you like and say then, you like that brand i can leave that i can leave the table happy at thanksgiving yeah. you know what i mean like yes, i don't yeah, have yeah. to get into an argument with you and it gets so much more complicated because like toyota mm-hmm. which is a foreign car company uh has a plant in woodstock ontario yeah like you know Who knows? so yeah. so, so you, you know it's it's a japanese company but you build it in north america like it gets yeah. all very very confusing but anyway that was just that one side so he dies yeah he dies um i first of all just to jump to the very beginning of this movie um Miss dingle is the other one that dies it's oh yeah <laughs> when she gets shot out of the freaking window yeah i die laughing that's so, so funny deserved. yeah oh yeah yeah so but sorry, also like so the- funny um uh, at no point should this uh should gizmo have ever been purchased <laughs> no like it was purchased like uh, I want to make the argument that I kind of think uh, the father's a bit of a villain in this movie. Absolutely. He's like, he's, uh, he's very rare. I don't think he's ever really a good person at any point. Um, he makes all of these terrible inventions. None of them really work or they work for like two. I guess the idea is they work for two weeks and then they stop working. Um, and, but he continues to make his entire family use these things yes. <laughs> for some reason. He's gone all the time for conventions or on the road trying to sell shit. It's not working out. It's being, it's heavily weighing on the mother, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, <laughs> <laughs> like, to put it lightly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like listfully like, lo- like watching Just away. Just like teary eyed. Oh, like, God. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, can't can't handle it. She is near breakdown. Um, and then he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy a pet and it's just going to breeze. Even though, an, an, and if, yeah, uh, even though this man did not want to sell it to me and then a kid went, yeah, you should, I'm going to sell it to money. you. Oh no, 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 <laughs> no. From jump street. You're wrong. Okay. You shouldn't have done any of this. And then when they bring him over, the first thing that they do is like, he doesn't follow any of the instructions. Like they take a photo. Yeah. Immediately take a photo of him. Although honestly, it sounds so bad. But when I was uh, going over the rules, I was like, this kind of sounds like um, like bad advice that a bro would give you about women <laughs> like on how never to keep up. Like, okay. listen, man, if you if you don't want to turn these women into your girlfriend, this is what you got to do. OK, never feed her after midnight. No daylight. No daylight dates, man. No oh, daylight dates. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, the wow. wetter you make her, the more she's going to stick around. So don't sh- <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh no it totally makes sense oh dude i was i was like that sounds like some bad bro oh rules right my there. god yeah <laughs> holy shit i'll tell you man i have a theory i have theories but you're right no it, it, this guy should never have sold never and never a, should have bought it and no point and like i'm blown away the one moment where i was like what the fuck <laughs> is right okay so as soon as they uh get get gizmo wet right and then produces five more of these uh, these things, right? The fucking Billy looks at Gizmo and he's like, "What's the matter with you?" And I'm like, "Oh, if I had just okay. given birth to five things and somebody said, that what's the bubbled off my yeah, back involuntarily, and somebody said, "What's the matter with you?" I'd hit them in the face. Yeah. I'm like, "Of course I don't feel well, motherfucker. Are you out of your mind?" Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just absolutely. popped off five babies. Yeah, who are being dicks to <laughs> yeah, you yeah, immediately. Yeah. Um, staying on the topic of the dad for a bit. Okay. Like, yeah. I kind of came up with like a bit of a headcanon fan theory about this. So the movie starts with him like, "Let me tell you a story." Yes. And like, so presumably the entire movie is, is from, from his, his story oh. from his perspective right so we have a guy yeah. who uh, is a bad inventor whose machines are always malfunctioning for reasons that he can't uh, comprehend mm-hmm. so he is telling a gremlin story because that's the only way that these things wouldn't work and the only reason that he wouldn't be this genius guy is because gremlins exist and they they have destroyed his machines oh it's like it's kind of like a personal uh, uh, thing for him where he's mm. like that's the reason my machines won't work because not because I'm a bad inventor but because gremlins don't work I don't think it holds up and I think it ruins kind of the fun of the movie <laughs> being real, but like, yeah, yeah that's just kind of another thing I thought yeah he's uh he's not a good dad <laughs> not a good dad let's just say that also Billy's like insane how old is Billy supposed to be I would guess because he's I'm like confused I would guess he's like early 20s okay like I think he's still living at home, yeah. small town, but he's got a real job. Like he's a bank mm-hmm. teller. But he also brings his dog to the bank for some reason. Yeah, that and I don't understand. At the beginning when they were like, you shouldn't have your dog here. I'm like, for sure he shouldn't have his dog here. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> the bank? So, what's the matter with you, Billy? <laughs> Jesus. And then attacks Miss Tingle again. Yes. And she is a bad person. Like, I don't, I don't like her and I'm not going to defend her. But I will say this. Um, if a dog attacked me, 
this this narrative has now changed when he's like, oh, he wasn't going to hurt you. Oh, you mean the thing that was grabbing my arm? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't going to hurt me. Yeah. The fact that she's like, if I get a hold of him, I'm going to slowly torture him to death is like, okay. There's Oh, no, she's real bad. She yeah. deserved to get attacked. Yeah, there's a, there's a line between your dog is a menace and needs to be put down. And I will slowly torture that animal to death for digging up my rose garden or whatever the, yes. the thing was, right? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. the one I'm like, you deserve it the most. Yeah, she does when she flies. <laughs> yeah, that's a great. <laughs> it's thing. an iconic scene. But and talking about how smart these gremlins are, mm-hmm. so they ring the doorbell and they impersonate carolers. Yes. Uh, to the point where they're actually singing songs. She mm-hmm. runs out. She is going to throw water on children going around caroling. Yes. Uh, she sees them, freaks out. But they're they're playing a distraction where another gremlin has snuck in and has hotwired her chair to shoot her out. I'm like, telling you, Craig, they're teenagers. They are so <laughs> strategic. It is yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. I'm telling you, because it's all pranks, too. You know what I mean? Like, it's violent, but it's all pranks. Like, it's all, like, in silliness. It's all fun. It's all, like parties and mess and true i do what i want when i want it they rewire the lights so they're both green uh Mm -hmm. they do mow down uh a guy with a with a with a snow plow yes uh they do cut the brakes on a cop car they do uh (laughs) yeah yeah but it's (laughs) all all prank yeah it is it is very pranky though like they have a very mischievous uh, attitude about them. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, and I think that plays with what they're supposed to be is mischievous and pranky and they cause things to fail. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, so good. Um, can I can I go on like a bit of a... Yes, of course, whatever okay. it is. Okay, so uh, here's my thing. So, And here's why I don't think they're built. Like I said, I think that they are just an invasive species. Okay. Right? So so I want to talk about quickly about the life cycle of these gremlins because I think it's Ooh. fascinating and tells us so much about what it is. So first of all, we have a mogwai, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Gizmo. Cute little fuzzy guy. Um, and clearly doesn't eat a lot and certainly doesn't drink anything. And his, as we probably have established, has been alive for. I think he's a an while. old man. Yeah. Um, so certainly, and he also nice. So he's certainly tamed. Mm-hmm. I would say I don't think they're domesticated. I think he's a tame wild animal. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. But what happens is, if he gets wet, he creates other mogwais, right? And then if you eat after midnight, those mogwais turn into full-blown gremlins. Mm-hmm. Right, and then if those gremlins get wet, they also produce full-grown gremlins. Right. Yes. Okay. So we've got like this reproductive cycle. What I want to close the loop on is how you go from uh, gremlin back to mogwai, because like what I what I figured out from this is so mogwai are clearly a desert species, nocturnal desert species, right? Okay. <laughs> because what happens is they survive for a very long time in a form that does not require any sort of resources or that much, really. No food, no They definitely no don't water. need water. <laughs> exactly. So in a place where water is scarce, then all of a sudden when there is water, they reproduce asexually very, very quickly. They spread. They would spread like nuts. Like, like when it rains in the desert, yeah. everything blooms right away. Holy shit, Greg. Right? This is, this is a deep cut. Yeah, I'm loving this. Cut. So what happens is that's like the that's like the, the larva stage, which they can exist. You know how like cicadas live underground forever? Okay, yeah. And mm-hmm. then like they come out and they do their thing and then they all die off. 
What I'm saying is the gremlins are the adult versions and they are the, they are the uh, ones that go out and reproduce sexually to then create mogwais. Oh, because everything else, everything else is just a clone of Gizmo at this point. Yes. And, and the only ones we ever see are offspring of Gizmo. Mm-hmm. But like, presumably, if you had two Gizmos, two Mogwai, yeah. it rains. And then all of a sudden, uh, sorry, sorry, two things happen. So one, there's an abundance of water. So they reproduce quickly, mm-hmm. and which is a thing that happens, right? If uh, if if you reproduce asexually and you can fill an environment very quickly to exploit resources very quickly, right? So, like, you see that in, like, pond animals and stuff like that, Hot right? Hot damn, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the other thing is don't feed them after midnight, which is, it's that's the most bullshit of these rules, because when is midnight? Well, yeah, because it's like, uh, so what happens when you change time zones right, with exactly. these things? But it kind of makes sense, because there's there are, we do have internal clocks, right? Yeah. So, as a nocturnal species, all of a sudden, this gremlin mm-hmm. has a way of measuring that there is ample food when we are going to be most active, right? Yeah. So midnight is just when they're like, are tuned to that. So if they eat before it, that's fine. They're just scavenging. But if there's enough uh, food when their internal clocks mm-hmm. are set to a certain way, then that means that nocturnal anim- animals and gremlins can feed very quickly and move out and spread out, right? And then I think what would happen is the gremlins from two Mogwai would meet up, reproduce sexually, making sure that, like, you're not interbreeding. And then when it all dries up, they, the Mogwais just, like, chill out for a bit. Well, shit, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> I would read that thesis paper. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so that's what it is. Hey, Google that. Maybe somebody, maybe some science student has done this. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I hope so. Yeah, if you're a biology a cool or major, project. let me know. But, like, then the, but the, the really gross thing about it then Ooh. is that humans have taken these animals and they're like, they're wild animals that they're trying to keep as pets. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that wouldn't be the first time that's well, happened. Well, it wouldn't be the first time that happened. <laughs> but it's still like that, that gr- like, remember when like they found out that uh, whatever, like the cute noises that like these uh, lemurs or something are making? where they're actually like in pain, horrible pain all the time. Jesus. No, yeah, yeah, I yeah, haven't yeah. heard that. It's like, it's, it's the whole oh. thing where they're like, Oh, that's not good. Like basically anytime you see something cute on the internet, it's real bad. Oh yeah. Like that rat that was washing itself. Right. And they're it like, was actually in distress. Yeah. Or like the beluga that was playing yeah. catch. They're like, that was probably a Russian spy whale that's been freed and doesn't know how to take care of itself and actually needs to be left alone. So it like figures out how to hunt and like... Sweet Jesus. Yeah, it's every animal story you hear. Oh, is human beings are horrible. Yeah, exactly. So that's my point is like, uh, it's pretty bad that like uh, uh, Gizmo has been taken and mm. is like... Because they're, clear, again, clearly intelligent animals. Gizmo can kind of speak. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, and can like try and match tune and shit. Yeah, sings and very sings. beautifully. Um, can I can I hit you with a second theory? Oh shit! Of course, I've overthought this movie so much. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. So that's that's the one thing. So okay, maybe they're wild animals and they've been tamed. Yeah, uh, and kept as pets when they're not supposed mm-hmm. to, uh, which is which explains the difference between um, Gizmo mm-hmm. and his offspring, who are just actually wild animals. Right. Oh. Right. So he hasn't, they, they haven't been broken. They're just acting yeah. how they naturally okay. do. Whereas like, you know, Gizmo's a house cat. Mm-hmm. Um, or 
Here's the other thing that could possibly happen, which is even freakier, and I love it a little bit more, is Mogwai are the equivalent of human cuckoo birds. So cuckoo birds, what they do is they lay their their eggs in other birds' nests and trick other birds to take care of them. And then when they hatch, uh, they hatch first and they knock all the other uh, chicks out of the nest. And then the mother bird doesn't know and keeps feeding that cuckoo bird. So what a mogwai is, is so cute. Gizmo, Mm -hmm. big eyes, big ears, fuzzy, sings. You're like, I want to take care of this guy. Mm -hmm. So you bring him into your home as a human and you're like, oh, he's so cute. Look at him. And then turns all gremlin and destroys your house and steals all your stuff. And like, so that's what I think. Either one of those two things, either they are a desert species that Mm -hmm. has been like tried to be domesticated or evolutionary wise, they're there to like fuck up with humans. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. Oh God, that's a <laughs> that's a dark one. <laughs> right? Because oh, we God. are predisposed to that. Like that's why that's why we like puppies is because it uh, hits something in our brain where we're like, oh, big eyes and mm-hmm. fuzzy. That's got to be a mammal I want to take care of. Well, yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's why humans, exactly. human babies. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. There are a couple of dark, really dark notes in this movie, though. Uh, very specifically, um, our, our our lady friend uh, from Drop Dead Friends. Yeah, Drop Dead Phoebe Cats. Yeah. Yeah. She, holy shit. And it seems to come out of left field where it's like, why why did we write this character so dark? It, it didn't feel necessary to the storyline to me. Like when it's she says. It's a bit out of left field. She goes, this is the craziest. Life. Like I wrote it down. I was like, that's such a crazy thing. I, I, not that I disagree or anything, but she's like, <laughs> some people are opening presents. Others are opening their wrists. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, that is dark. It's very dark. It's super duper dark. And then when she talks about how her dad, Why died, she doesn't like Christmas. Yeah. Her dad. And I'm like, although I will say, I'm like, that is a great reason not to like Christmas. It is that I remember watching this <laughs> movie probably when I was like 10 or 13, like somewhere like, you yeah. know, like, and that horrified me. I forgot that it was from this movie. Yeah. But like that story has stuck in my brain. Yeah, and it's a made up story. You know, like yes, I know. Like, and I was oh just, my God. But that existed like it, it made such an impression on me that it exists in a, a bubble outside of this movie where it's like that's a horrifying story. And I forget that it's part of this movie. But it's yeah, if you if you haven't seen it, basically her dad doesn't come home on Christmas Eve. And, and no he doesn't show up him. for a few days and they're like, what the fuck? And then she goes to light a fire uh, to keep warm and finds that he has, uh, they find her dad's body in the chimney because he dressed up like Santa Claus and tried to come back. And you're like, it, like that comes out of nowhere. Woof. And you're just like, wow. Yeah, it's heavy. It's <laughs> really dark. heavy. And she's such a weird character to me too because she's, Honestly, other than like those small moments where she kind of goes, oh, I don't like Christmas or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's a super sunny person. <laughs> like, she's yes. like, oh, I'm here to volunteer at the bar. Like, I'm going to help this person out or I'm going to help you out, Billy. Sunny, 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 but a dark seated past. <laughs> like, it's so. My father died on Christmas Eve dressed as Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah man. Holy smokes. I, I will say I do love this movie for like hitting that perfect tone of like PG-13. Mm. Um shock horror violence and dark humor like i think if you made this any like there's a part where a gremlin gets blended 
He's yeah, love in a it. blender and love it. this green blood flies everywhere. And you're like, that is horrific. Mm. They She microwaves one. Dude, the, the mi microwave kills me. Cause the, like, I'm like, what is, that's gotta be a terrible death. Oh, terrible awful. to get microwaved. Oh, that mother though, like fucking takes out some gremlins. She, really she, she gets into war mode so fast. I know. She's like my husband's shitty and I have a lot of rage. Oh my I've God. been ready to take this out on somebody for quite some time. Yeah. Actually. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I think the more horrific one is she literally stabs one to death just with a kitchen knife. No, I think I'd rather get stabbed to death than microwaved. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. don't I don't want to get microwaved. <laughs> but she goes hardcore on that. So there's like so many dark things, but like it never quite crosses that line into like I'm like that's too much. Well, yeah, because but we never But as a 13-year-old yeah. or 12-year-old, I was like, fuck, that's gross. Well, you never really see anybody technically die. You know what I mean? Like you presume oh, they true, are true. dead based off of body language and stuff like that, but you never really see any blood other than the blood from people that are still alive. Excellent point. You know yeah, what I mean? You don't actually see anybody the that's bleeding is still alive. Yeah. Um, like the uh, the rich woman, uh, she flies out the window. She's sitting there, which is crazy because neither of the police officers get out of the car. <laughs> they just they're like, oh shit, <laughs> that, that old woman I'd got like to go back wrecked. To the station now. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Neither of them do anything, and you have to assume they both have guns on them <laughs> and are somehow like, nope, we're out. Uh, we are the only people standing between this and chaos and fuck it. Fuck like, it, we're gone. Yeah, we're gone. But you never see, like even when uh, the two people get, like uh, when the racist guy and his wife gets plowed or like the- They, they kind uh, of put their hands up in the camera yeah, and it's just like, and no. then they cut away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like all of these people could potentially maybe still be alive. Yeah, you know what true. I mean. Like you could make the argument that maybe they're just knocked out. Yeah, they're nobody, or like maybe that needle in that guy's butt just made him like pass out or something. You have no like real context of anybody has died, but we assume they have been dead. Exactly. Yeah, no deaths are gruesome on camera, except for the gremlins who are puppets. Oh yes, exactly. Yeah, and they have green blood instead of red, and uh, yeah, all the rest. Yeah, watch it. Although watching this movie, I was just screaming. You <laughs> going? Just somebody get some flashlights, like somebody. <laughs> what the fuck? Because this this is what bothers me. Okay, this part uh, bothers me a little bit. If I'm looking at the movie critically, if I'm not, I just love the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's uh, it's fun. By the way, it's check a, it out. Super fun, great movie. It holds, holds up. It holds up. <laughs> which is again not all movies as we cover this yeah. on this podcast quite a bit. Um, but it's when they're um, when they've round when they're all in the movie theater and they're like, okay, we're gonna light this movie theater on fire. Like they're freaking out through this whole evening of like, I get trying to collect your people. Okay. I get trying to get your mom. I get trying to get your girlfriend or I get trying to, you know what I mean? Make sure people are safe. But we know that this is just a waiting game. You only have to wait till sunrise, man. Right. And then this is no longer an issue. Okay. All you have to do is usher all of those things outside and you're finished, okay? At no point did you have to l cause more damage to an already rubbled city. <laughs> like, fuck it. I'm going to light that building Get on, on fire. Burn them all alive. Why yeah. is that the first option? All I want to do, because like this is, we have to follow three rules here. You know what I mean? And only one of them can be taken into your advantage. Okay, because water's gonna fuck them up, and yeah. definitely I'd stop feeding everybody for sure. Yeah. Okay, but light—that's something that you can control. 
this is a riot situation. I'm going to the first hardware store. Okay, I'm picking up every every flashlight, every floodlight, every light I can get. I'm hanging them off my body. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. going to be a fucking am disco a, ball. Yeah, I'm a beam of light. Okay, <laughs> I have transformed into pure light. Okay, and then I just wait for, wait for sunrise, wait for sunrise to happen, and then just usher all these these things outside and, and you're find, done. yeah find and them find where they're hiding and, yeah. and knock them out yeah of course you're done uh, also these are things that are very susceptible to guns you could shoot these guys you know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah, but this didn't seem like a gun-heavy city I don't know why I'm like, this town doesn't feel gun-heavy to me the, the gremlins had guns that's true, they did have guns <laughs> those guns but they were all like tiny you know what i mean they like little pistols stores. and stuff yeah, like yeah. that i mean like, it wasn't still. anything too crazy yeah uh nobody had like a machine gun or anything like that yeah they're not um th- these are not unmanageable pests yeah like literally uh drop dead friend lady is serving these guys at a bar yeah <laughs> i found that so funny that's a great scene <laughs> yeah which makes me think the cuckoo bird thing is a little more accurate because they learn to mimic humans so well like they're oh, they're picking true. up human behavior very very quickly to try and like blend in and like do that kind of thing, yeah. They're you know like they're wearing like lipstick and hats and stuff, which is just on the surface so funny. <laughs> like all these little gremlins are just yeah. like have this like as you said like they're teenagers. They're teenagers. They're figuring it out. Uh, they're like, what is society like? And you're like, wouldn't it be funny if I wore a fedora? And you're like, it actually oh no. Is. <laughs> I mean, if you're a gremlin, I think you can wear a fedora. I'm going to I'm gonna make that suggestion. No, I think, oh, yeah. I think if you're a gremlin, you can pretty much pull off anything. Yeah. For sure. They were wearing, the, there was the uh, aerobics one where they're wearing like the, the arm warmers and the leg oh, warmers yeah. and they're like doing the, yeah. The little trench coat one. I love them all. <laughs> <laughs> I love them all. Oh, my God. That is the cu- also cutest dog ever. I love that dog. Can you ma- <laughs> Uh, I just try to imagine being a dog and trying to interact with these things and then them hanging me up in lights. Oh, the poor guy. He's like, these are new friends. And then they are mean to him. Oh, Mm -hmm. that breaks my heart. That breaks my heart more than (laughs) anything else in this movie. The guy who gets run over by the tractor. I'm still mad that they hung a dog up in the the lights. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love off the top the the, the, uh, Billy's co-worker that's such a weenie. Oh, uh, Judge Reinhold. He is the best weenie of all time. Any movie he's in where he's got to be a loser, he's. I'm like, you're nailing it, brother. You're <laughs> yes. nailing it. Yeah, I think he was, uh, which one? Oh, uh, last Christmas we did this, uh, the Santa Claus. Right. The biggest weenie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He plays that so well. He's such a dick. But he's also like, I love, I feel so bad for ladies of the 80s because, uh... If come on, we're talking about cable at my house as a pickup line. That's so when he says that. Oh it's yeah, like, come on, got- we're talking about cable. I'm like, cable was a pickup line. <laughs> Shut it down. You know what I mean? Cable was the Netflix of yeah, the eighties. Netflix you know? and chill. That's all he wanted. But I was just like, oh, I can't even imagine. I know where the it's the eighties, but still, if somebody said, I I've got cable, like that's the funniest thing. Oh, it's the sleaziest thing. <laughs> <up tonight. laughs> It's like, well, because he starts off as like, you haven't seen my new place. And I love this retort. She's like, I never saw your old place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I absolutely love. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just a, 
Do you think, were Furbies designed after these things? I mean, it happened like decades later. But, but I'm it's, like, it's they, got to be. Did anybody get sued? <laughs> I was just like, well, I was watching it and I was like, these are Furbies though. I agree. Yeah, it yeah. looks so similar. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is a Furby Yoda. <laughs> uh, it, it would have to be. I, I don't know. Like, it, that's so close if it's not. Oh, yeah. Furbies freaked me out though. Well, like they learned to talk. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, 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 no. That was that was uh, the first step into, or not the first step, but probably like the thirtieth step into surveillance in some way. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, we're gonna get them used to machines listening and talking back to them. Yeah. And we're gonna slowly introduce other things. Yeah, they are the precursor to uh, the Google Home and stuff like that. It's like, hey, Google, play "Villain Was Right" podcast. I just fucked up somebody's thing. I love. Ah! Oh, no. Okay. Craig, hey, Alexa, a- play the Villain Was Right podcast. No, no, no. no. So mean. So Look mean. at me. I'm being a gremlin now. I'm getting in your shit and I'm fucking it up. Oh, God. Do you ever because have it where it just pops a- off at no, like you don't say Google, you don't say, and all of a sudden it's like I'm listening and I'm like, thing in the world. no, stop. I mean, I think I've disabled all that stuff. I like, I even told Kat, I was like, I'm not, she, she got like a free Google Home thing and I was like, no. Oh, yeah. No, there's no I way. I was like, I don't need that listening to me all the time. No, because uh, I say some really fucked up shit. <laughs> well, what's what's crazy, though, is like I had this happen to a coworker, and I kind of believe it, where they were like coming home from someplace, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, you know it would be really good? Like a McFlurry or something like that. Yeah. Like, that'd be really tasty. And then like they were had their GPS up on the car, mm-hmm. and then it came up with a suggestion for like Dairy Queen. Of like you should navigate to Dairy yeah. Queen because you were just talking about a frozen mm-hmm, tree, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm like that could just be a coincidence. And I've heard things say that it's just like the algorithm is literally so good that they just know that like if you were at a park, maybe you want ice cream. Oh no, dude! But I got, like I no. think they listen. Oh, oh, that's my conspiracy. One thousand percent, they listen. I'm gonna give you a more specific example that is too. It was chilling. Okay, right. Craig, chilling. I was talking. This is so specific. I'm going to ask you, Craig, have you ever seen an ad for Toronto, specifically Toronto croissants? No. Of course not, because that... I'm going to now, though. Not a thing that exists. (laughs) Okay, I was talking about croissants, and I was just like, oh, yeah, like, it's hard to find good ones in Toronto sometimes. You got to go to specific places. I opened up my phone... Two minutes later, and it was the first ad up on Facebook. Like, check out our top 10 list of Toronto croissants and the best spots to, to hit. And I was like, that is chilling. That's it's too chilling. specific. It's too specific. And that's the things that you are keenly aware of because you remember talking about it, and right? And like, it's not something I would ever purchase online. No. So that's what's freaky about it because it's not like I... Like when I get ads for shoes or specific pants or specific, ba- I'm like, this makes sense. Like when somebody's trying to sell me a video game online, I'm like, yeah, because I've purchased a video 30 of these online. this yes. year. You know what I mean? Like this. It, and I don't even honestly, and this is probably not the best thing to say, but sometimes I don't even mind the targeted ads because I'm like, oh, I do want that actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? But there is a line somewhere that we have certainly surpassed. I know. Oh, I, I laugh because like in the 90s, it was like, do not get into a car with a stranger. Yeah. Don't uh, talk to like, don't share your personal information on the Internet. And now we're like, I'm going to go get in a stranger's car, mm. stay in a stranger's house <laughs> and date strangers off of like off the Internet. Like I'm going to meet up people for mm. sex. on the internet. 
Net. <laughs> at an Airbnb owned by somebody else in Uber there, and you're like, we have changed dramatically as a society. Oh, certainly. And I I, <laughs> I don't think you could argue for the better. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, anything else you want to share about Gremlins? Right no, I think, I think we covered it. I think we covered it. I think, yeah, I think they're right. Uh, so I guess it's time for our definitive rankings. Oh, my God. Mine is so dark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think you should go second then, because <laughs> okay. I think that's I think that's the tone that this movie needs to end on. Uh, so I had um, for uh, I had the things you can't get wet scale. Okay? Oh, okay. Right. So uh, so from, on a scale of the dog before a car ride, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to oh, be. Oh, that's you, a good. One. Yeah, you don't want to yeah, be yeah, in a yeah. car with a wet dog. Uh, to your laptop. Uh, <laughs> which I have uh, done. I'm going to give uh, the gremlins here a uh, solid Lisa's braces. Mm. Uh, predates stainless steel, so you can't get them wet. Uh, <laughs> you don't know that episode. Uh, we can't hang out. Uh, but uh, because, uh, yeah, they've they've been around a while, mm-hmm. uh, and they just uh, they do what they do, and uh, it's 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 kind of your fault for using them in the first place. Yeah, I. <laughs> Just because it was the most, I went to be, it was the most off-putting line in the whole movie. I did the opening scale, so from opening presents to opening your wrists, I get oh, this an opening a can of whoop ass. Okay, that's what I and I believe that is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, yeah. That oh man, that was dark. That was the darkest line in the whole movie. I was like, wow, that came out of left field for me. Oh, I like it. I like it. Matches the tone. Yes. Um, and yeah, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, where we describe people who have inspired or disappointed us in our personal lives, a couple ways you can help the podcast. Yes, please follow us at VWR uh, Podcast on Twitter. You can also like our page, The Villain Was Right, on Facebook. Uh, email us at uh, villainwasright at gmail.com if you have anything specific, uh, you know, longer <laughs> ideas, send them out. We'll yeah, read, yeah. We read all of them, I promise. We do read all of them. We do get back to you eventually. Um, yeah, and if you if you like the podcast and you have a couple bucks uh, to spare and you want to help uh, help us with production costs, uh, we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash thevillainwasright. Uh, we've got a bunch of different tiers, uh, early release episodes. Uh, you can vote on audience choice, bonus episodes. Uh, this month, this is uh, December now, so we uh, we are covering off Die Hard and Home Alone following this semi-Christmas theme. So if you're interested in that, hop on over to patreon.com slash right, sign up. And if you don't have money to spare, if you just want to help us out uh, with a little uh, goodwill, um, head on over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, as it's called now, and uh, like and subscribe. Give us, uh, if you can, uh, throw us a, a little five-star rating. Um, uh, leave a one quick one sentence review that really helps other people discover the podcast and uh, helps us reach new listeners so if you can do that that's a big help thank you guys so much for listening thank you for everyone who's already a patron thank you for everyone who's been listening uh, so far this year as we're wrapping up uh, 2019 yeah we always appreciate it we always appreciate it you guys are the best love you guys yeah 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 and now now it's time for our hero and villain of the week yeah absolutely so I've got a somewhat on theme one where this is if you've been listening to the podcast for a while you may remember uh, I have some issues with technology, so I'm going to call this segment <laughs> Craig versus Technology Craig. Round 2. Because uh, there's just been enough things building up with, uh, and I, th- I swear it's gremlins, uh, where it's just been going bad. So I'll start off with like a couple days ago. I had to get up super early and go somewhere. And uh, I was already in a bad mood. And for some reason, as I left my place, my GPS was off by 100 meters. 
Like, so mm-hmm. I would get to the intersection and it'd be like, in 100 meters, turn left. I'm like, this is the intersection I'm at right ah, now. Right, you know yeah, what I mean? So yeah, it's not yeah, giving yeah. me any. And then that was the whole morning and I get out of my car and I go to like set up a, uh, like a little like hand cart, like mm-hmm. it folds out and I put, so- I lean down to put something on it and it just like levers up and like hits me in the head. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, so this is what kind of day it's going to be. Uh, my GPS is a hundred meters back and even simple levers are like hitting me in the head. So I was like, that's fucked up. Uh, but then I also had, like, I was also a couple weeks ago trying to record something, uh, at absolute comedy in mm. Ottawa. And I had my camera and for some reason there was this flicker on the video and everyone's going to tweet at me or like (laughs) the solution. It's like, it's like frame rates and like, it's like 60 Hertz. And I thought I understood all of that sort of thing, but could not for the life of me get this flicker to go away. Uh, And I spent like hours working on it and it just would not go away. Like it's, it's everything in my head made sense and I should have been able to eliminate it. And it was just there all the time. But then the (laughs) final kick was, uh, I tried to upgrade or I upgraded my computer to the new Mac OS Catalina. Mm -hmm. And just a bit before that, I'd bought this game off of steam. Okay. Uh, Civilization five, which I got the, there's a civilization six, but I got five because I was like, my computer's getting a bit on the old side. I want to make sure that it runs properly and it's still going to be fun. So I updated Catalina and they're like, oh yeah, by the way, that old game is 32 bits and we only support 64, uh, 64 bit games now. So like completely bricked the game. I can't what? use it anymore. And then on top of that, oh, and then, oh, I'm mad. I'm mad I know, right? Because that's like, that's a thing for me. I'm really, yeah, I don't uh, like that. And so I'm so, and I'm sure there's a workaround. But then the other thing I noticed is like, I go to, I'm like, fine. And I'm going to like work at a Starbucks because mm-hmm. like I'm going to drop my car off for a brake job, which was a whole other fuck technology thing. Yeah. Uh, and you know, when you log into a public Wi-Fi, that like login window pops up and you're like, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm, sign mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. So apparently Catalina broke the thing that does that. And that window doesn't pop up automatically anymore. So like ah, I yeah. spent like an hour and a half Googling on my phone because I can't use mm-hmm, my computer mm-hmm. how to do it. And I had to like dig through the depths of like program files and stuff like that to find the app that launches this thing. And it's like not easy to find. It's like a hidden file. Mm-hmm. And I had to like shortcut it on my desktop to like trigger it manually. But it took like two hours to just connect to a Wi-Fi network at a Starbucks. And I was like, fuck technology. This I'm going back to live in the Stone Age. Like, That's such an nothing... old man, young I man know. rant. It's so fun. It's old man, young man. Because you're like, you're ranting about technology, but you're also like, so I did this deep dive to figure out the solution. That's the, that's the thing that gets me about this, Rebecca, <laughs> is I'm not a dumb guy. No, 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 certainly not. And certainly not. There's just technological issues where I'm just like, this should work. I've <laughs> researched this. I know more about this than your average yeah. bear. Why can't I get this to work? I understand why frame rates need to line up on cameras. I get that. I understand that it's because of the line alternating at 60 hertz and if you've got to be some <laughs> multiple of that for a camera. I understand that. But can I, for the life of me, get that to work on this camera? No. I understand the difference between 32 and 64-bit RAM. Mm-hmm. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't. Like, like I'm true I'm old like, man. But and I still can't get my fucking Wi-Fi to work in the second bedroom of my apartment. It's infuriating. 
mean, <laughs> it's it's this perfect intersection of I'm smart enough to figure this out and nothing works. And I am, <laughs> nothing makes me feel older. All right, period of that. That's so funny, keep, man. Keep listening to the podcast for what inevitably is going to be Craig Faye versus Technology Round. <laughs> Yeah, because we're old. Like, I feel like I'm getting old in a very different way than you're uh, getting old. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, like uh, technology is starting to elude me. And I'm like, oh, I'm I'm starting to fall on ice more. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I've got, I got a big it. bruise on my hip right now oh, from like a week and a half ago. I piffed it, man. <laughs> I was just laying there like disappointed in myself. It's just like, this is I'm my like, life yeah, now. I'm 100 years old. I found a gray hair three weeks ago. And then I had to cancel my credit card because I fell for an internet scam. <laughs> like it's just it's been it's been a it's been a time. It's been team. a trip. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a real trip. Uh, so this week I'd actually I, I want to talk about a hero. This guy, um, he, <laughs> I've never, not never. I, every once in a while, and I'm not encouraging hecklers. Great. Please okay. no. no. Please no. no. I, if you're listening to this and you go to a comedy show, we do not want you to yell out during the comedy show. Does every, not help But us every at all. once in a while, you get somebody that yells out the right thing and you're like, fuck, I'm so glad he said that. <laughs> they said that. I was at this show and again, I very rarely get hecklers, but this was a guy where I'm like, ah, oh, this, this was welcome, sir. This was wonderful. I do this bit about, uh, and I'm sure you're familiar, Craig, about balls. I like to, talk, I love talking about balls. <laughs> it's a great one. I think it's, uh, I think they're hilarious. Um, and I can't stop talking about them. It might be penis envy. I'm not sure, but we're going to breeze past that psychologically. Uh, so I have this bit about balls where I talk about why balls fluctuate, right? But I like to ask the audience first if anybody knows why they fluctuate before I explain it, because I'm like I don't want a woman explaining your own balls to you. Okay, that's, <laughs> I don't I just don't want to do that, right? Sure. So I always ask because a they'll either know the right answer and then I can just lead into the rest of it, or b they don't know the right answer and, and somebody will, somebody will yell out something interesting. And then we can talk about that, right? So I ask the audience, and nobody really says anything. So then I just launch into this, uh, into that it's temperature control uh, for your team, keeps everybody swimming at the correct temperature, blah, 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 right? And then go into the bit. So I'm talking to this bit, and then this guy out of nowhere, I guess he'd like... I guess I didn't talk about all the things that he wanted me to talk about with ball fluctuation. He cooks that out of nowhere and he yells it really loud. He goes, also fear. (laughs) 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 Lost my mind, Craig. I lost it. Also fear. fear. And I said, excuse me. I was like, did you just say fear? And he goes, yes. When a man is scared, his balls will retract back into his body different i'm like jesus christ i started laughing dude that's the funniest that's thing super funny that's also f- i didn't know that yeah neither did I. <laughs> so, like i think that's the funniest thing anyone's ever said to me while i'm on stage i guess i've never like done like a depth gauge on it when i get scared <laughs> he said that and i was like well that would explain a lot of my sexual interactions <laughs> <laughs> I got a pop and I talked to him afterwards and he was really nice because he was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I know. And he even, apo- I couldn't believe I was right. like, oh, this guy's the best. You know what I mean? Because he even apologized afterwards. He's like, I'm sorry. You know what? I never say anything during shows, but I just thought that you would might have mentioned it. And then when you didn't, I was like, oh, this might be something that, might- that you want to know about. I'm like, dude, that is something I want to know about. Please know. I think that's got to go in your act now. Oh, 100%. <laughs> All I've been doing is trying to work on how to feed it into the rest of the bed. <laughs> like that is so fucking funny dude also 
fear. Like, it was so, he had such conviction in his voice when he said it. Oh, man, I died. It was a small bar show, too, so it was fucking That's it was great. perfect. But honestly, I don't encourage hecklers, but that guy was my is my hero of the week because that's the fucking funniest thing anybody said to me while I'm on stage. Fantastic. <laughs> Love it. Well, guys, uh, I mean, that's been... That's been us, right? Uh, where can people uh, check you out, Craig? Uh, yeah, you can check me out at Craig Fay Comedy on Twitter, Craig Fay Comedy Facebook, CraigFay.com for show dates. And uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and you can follow me at Rebecca Reads, uh, anything of your choosing, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, follow up, you get at me. Um, guys, that's been us for this week. Uh, next week, we're going to be covering uh, the, or not, we're going to be going to be covering Labyrinth, which is our uh, Patreon choice. So that's going to be a great episode. It's going to be weird. I'm certain it's going to be weird, guys. So check that out. Uh, that's when I said the villain was right. Uh, reminding you to always listen to old Chinese men. <laughs> the Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Rivemi for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>